Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, gorgeous. In the words of Wendy Williams, how you doing? <laughs> Wendy, don't sue me. I love you, girl. Uh, welcome to the Fucking Up Comedy Club podcast. I'm Kima Bob, and you are now tuned in to an unapologetic celebration of comedians of color who are not cis men. Now you're like, what does that mean? I'm sorry, I'm hungover, and I'm absolutely insane at the moment. Uh, but you're like, what is that? Um, and I'm going to tell you, it's an opportunity to hear dope stand-up from lovely comedians and get to know them a little better. I know, such a treat. Uh, on this episode, we have the wonderful Sakisa Basuk-Barnes, the incredible Israel Farah, and Ariana Nantaputri, who was based in Indonesia, is now based in Canada, but was in London for a little minute, and we were able to get a bit of her as well. Oh, so good. I absolutely love these folks. Um, And we are going to kick off the episode by hearing a couple moments that we found fucking incredible. I like to meditate every morning. I do like a little guided. Um, And recently I've been like quite uh, anxious and I haven't been able to focus. And let's just say that today... It might have taken most of the 20-minute meditation, but by, like, minute 18, I was able to focus for a whole sentence. (laughs) Yes! And I was like, yes, Queen, you finally heard what he said. You're fucking incredible. What I really loved is that how you knew it was a sentence. (laughs) It wasn't very long, and I was just like, back off into my thoughts. (laughs) But we made it. We made it. That's great. Yeah. yeah. What okay. about you guys? I am at a point in life where I'm considering having kids, mm. but there is no man in my life. Well, let's chat after the show. Yeah. There's no man <laughs> in my I mean, life who wants to impregnate right me. There. I know, right? But so I've, for the last like six, seven months, I've been thinking about doing IVF. Mm. But IVF is fucking expensive. Yeah. Um, if you're... Uh, on the NHS it's fucking expensive and a very good friend of mine who I've known for about 18 years said to me I'll, I'll give you a baby Sick. yeah literally he was just like if you, if he's you like want. I got you yeah, he, was, he literally was like I got I've you. got you because he was like I think you'll be an amazing mother yeah. and if anyone deserves this in life it'll be you so that's if so you want lovely. my sperm you can have my sperm that's so nice and yeah Are you guys can, I have, can I have it too <laughs> Huh. I'm considering this as well, so can I have some too? Can we split it? Yeah, we, <laughs> I think there's you enough sperm to go around. What? Famously, there's a lot of sperm going around. I mean, if yeah. you think yeah. about it, there are sperm banks walking around everywhere. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> sperm banks. So are you guys going to uh, bone or is it going to put in a cap? I, I, pro- I would prefer to bone. Um, yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, you know me right now. I mean, if it's dick going around, I'll take it. Uh, yeah. you know, I don't want this whole, like, whatever, the turkey baked turkey baster falafel. Nah, man, just give it a penis. Just give it a penis. 
<laughs> Let's do it the natural. <laughs> Let's just do it the natural way. Let's just yeah. do just all natural L up in here. All natural. Yeah. Old school. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll see what well. happens. Everyone, please clap your hands. We've been cheering. Welcome your host, Kim Bob. <laughs> La, la, la. Oh, Khalees has done so many beautiful things in her lifetime, but letting us know that it was her milkshake <laughs> that brings all the boys to the yard. You know, and what was, uh, what was beautiful about it was that she had a moment where she was like, do I want to help the community? Do I want to give? And she was like, yeah. But she was like, I can teach you, but I will have to charge. <laughs> you know, she's like, I can teach you. But I'll have to charge, and I respect an entrepreneurial queen. Um, okay, welcome to the Films of Color Comedy Club podcast, an unapologetic celebration of comedians of color who aren't cis men. Yeah! My name is Kima Bob, I'm your host, and I'm so happy to be here with you this evening looking at the most gorgeous audience that has ever existed in the history of audiences. Yeah. You say, Kima, you throw those words around loosely, and it's because I mean them. It's because it's from my heart. Um, I'm so glad that you guys are here. Um, recently, I've been doing something uh, a bit dumb. Yeah, not the first time, but <laughs> the most recent. Um, I identify as pansexual, and my hair identifies as LGBT. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and recently, I've been uh, fucking straight men again. Yeah, yeah. There's a general in the room. Uh, and if you're wondering why people are going, ooh, it's because I have options but insist on eating from the trash. Yeah. She's not proud. Um, and I've, I've come across the worst of them. The worst of straight men. Um, I think some of you will be familiar with their work. Straight men that don't want to eat pussy. Yeah. I say lock them up. <laughs> yeah. cab, except then. <laughs> Honestly. It's, it, it's immature and it's inconsiderate. And I think it's a crime. And I'm tired of it. Um, it really gets me. And let us, like, start by saying that, like, not every straight man's girlfriend will have a vagina. And if you're a straight man and your girlfriend has a dick, then you better be slobbing on that knob. <laughs> you better be slobbing on that knob like corn on the cob. That is a lyric from a Juicy J song, which um, is not good. It's not, <laughs> it's not uplifting. It's not empowering. Um... Yeah, it frustrates me when straight men don't want to eat pussy. It's like they're acting like a pussy is leafy greens and it disagrees with their palate. <laughs> like, grow up, Chad. <laughs> yeah? So frustrating. Like, you're not about to be out here in these streets acting like my treasure chest is fucking Brussels sprouts, okay? Like, don't do it. And I guess what confuses me about it is I fucking love Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Yeah, I said it. As a queer woman, I will nibble on those Brussels sprouts all day, you hear me? As long as those sprouts are fresh and well taken care of, I am on it. I will wake up and have Brussels sprouts for breakfast, okay? I will roll over, look at the chef and say, I'm hungry. 
And she'll say, all I have is Brussels sprouts. Is that okay? <laughs> and I'll say, is that okay? They're my favorite. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, I will nibble on those sprouts until my jaw hurts or the kitchen is closed, okay? And you got straight men out here who want to play with the food and not eat it. Pushing the sprouts around the plate. Trying to enter without an entree. Do you hear me? So frustrating. Oh, and I think I get it. I think I understand the, like, logic behind it. I think a lot of, like, cis men are afraid that people with vulvas take care of our genitalia the way that they take care of theirs. (laughs) I think that's what it is. Because, quite frankly, there's a lot of dirty dick activity going on in the world. (laughs) It's mad, honestly, because even like, okay, you're a cis man, you go for a pee, you're done with your pee, are you grabbing a wet wipe? No, no, you're going shake, 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 move on, oh, I think I'm ready to continue with my day, I'm just going to do a little pee and then I'm going to shake, 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 move on. Oh, you got guys walking around like the king of society with dried pee-pee on their panties. You're not the king of society, you're gross. It kills me, but I just want to assure you that people with vulvas, we take care of our shit. We are meticulous about it, constantly cleaning fucking self-cleaning organs. Some people are out here measuring pH. (laughs) Bitches are scientists at this point. (laughs) It's absolute madness. There's no way I should have this many chemistry sets at my house. Um, There are uh, incredible comics that are about to grace the stage. Gang, comedy, it's about to happen. You ready for it? Wow. Whip and cheer and welcome to the stage, the incredible Sakisa! My people, my people, yes. Because I feel like in the UK we've got a drinking culture, wouldn't you agree? Not problem, culture, yeah. Because we use any excuse to have a drink, don't we? Like, yay, it's sunny, let's have a drink. Or yay, I'm pregnant, let's have a drink. Or yay, my partner's gone down on me for the very first time. Let's have a drink! I'm kidding, guys, I'm very much single. Hey, babe, hey. I see we meet again, hello. It's been too long. Mm. It's been too, too long. Mm. I like it. Mm. Maybe later. Uh. <laughs> Question, has anyone here drunk so much that what they thought happened that night didn't actually happen? Yeah? I feel like some people are still recovering. Fair play. Because <laughs> okay. you never do anything productive when you are drinking, when you are wasted. You never do anything productive. You're always taking selfies and posting it on Instagram, even though they're blurry. You're always like buying shit on Amazon that you shouldn't be buying. You're always like sliding into someone's DMs that you shouldn't be sliding into. You never do anything productive. You never woken up and be like, oh my God, my head is killing. What did I do last night? Oh, my taxes. Oh, well done me. Okay. <laughs> That has never happened, okay. And I love to party. It's one of the things I actually love to do. Who loves to party? I love to party. I think I love to party because I'm originally from Barbados. Okay, this side don't give a fuck. Okay, fair play, okay. 
But you may know in terms of Barbados, we have recently become independent from the Queen. It was great. We threw a party in Barbados. Rihanna got a medal. For singing? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. But I have a strict West Indian mum. She's very, very strict when I was growing up. She used to spank me when I was a kid. Loved it. Still love it. Hey. Uh, my mum was half black, half ninja. That was my mum. Uh, my, my, my I love my mum. She's one of the strongest women I know, but I just don't like my mum. We are not friends. Like, we just don't get on par with certain things. We don't agree with certain things. She's one of those people that doesn't understand technology, for example. She's one of those people that will send me a WhatsApp and then call me straight after to let me know she sent me a WhatsApp. <laughs> or she will send me a WhatsApp and then walk into my room to let me know she sent me a WhatsApp, okay? Yes, I still live at home with my parents. Comedy's doing so well. Mm. <laughs> She's also one of those people that will fix everything with vapor rub. <laughs> Just vapor rub for everything. You got a cold? Vapor rub. Fair enough. COVID? Vapor rub. <laughs> Diarrhea? Vapor rub. That is my mum. <laughs> and I've been going through a really hard time this year. It's been really difficult. I've had some really serious mental health problems, which my mum doesn't understand. She tries to solve it with vapor rub. <laughs> And I went to the doctor and the doctor uh, prescribed, basically diagnosed me with like anxiety and depression and diagnosed me with three different set of pills. And I was just like, you're going to give me three different set of pills? What are we at Glastonbury? Surely I should have a flower crown on my head right now. Surely that should be the thing. Because um, I don't know how you lot feel about party drugs or recreational drugs in the room. Oh, there's some fans already. I haven't even said. <laughs> there's some fans. Okay, because I decided I was going to throw myself my favorite type of party, which is a house party. It's my favorite type of party in the world. And if you don't know the first rule of a good house party, it's not to set it in your own house. Okay. <laughs> So I set mine in my best friend's house. Um, but what happened was I was in the kitchen eating chicken, because that's what I do. And four of my friends were doing coke off the sink. But they're watching me, judging me, because I'm eating chicken in the kitchen <laughs> while they're doing coke off the sink. And I know one of my friends called Verity is very, very high because she's looking at me with so much intensity that she's not blinking at me. <laughs> And I said to her, Verity, you know you're not blinking at me. She was like, no, I am blinking. I'm just blinking at the same time that you are. <laughs> this bitch, okay. <laughs> this bitch. <laughs> so I'm in the kitchen eating chicken. They're doing coke of the sinks. I'm watching them. They're watching me. And then my friend goes to me, oh, Sakisa, you look like you want some. I'm like, no, I don't want some. Because one of the things my mum taught me was never do party drugs or recreational drugs because you never know what the effects it's going to have on you. She always tell me things like, I'll nev uh, never talk to strangers, which is why I never talk during sex. me, I was like, you look like you want some drugs. I was like, no, you know, I don't do party drugs. It's not my thing. And he was like, no, no, you look like you want some. I'm like, no, it's not that. I just really want those lines to be straight. Can we just sort out those lines, please? Because there's four of you in here and they don't look equal. Can we sort them out, please? So for the next 15 minutes, I'm there sorting out everyone's lines for them to the point where now everyone's designated cutter. <laughs> and I get invited to house parties for that one particular reason. Okay. <laughs> 
But I love my mum to death, but she's very desperate for me to have kids at this moment in time because I'm 35 years old. I'm halfway through life. I'm very happy um, that I'm halfway through life. Uh, I just find her interesting because she keeps bothering me the fact that I'm single and I don't have any kids. She says things to me like, oh, Sakisa, all your friends have got kids. And I'm like, not on purpose. <laughs> she's like, your cousin and her husband are trying for a baby. And I just said to her, that just means they're having sex over and over again. And if you want me to do that, I've been doing that since I was 18 years old, okay? I just, I just know how to use a condom, hey, babe. Uh, <laughs> but mom doesn't seem to realise that it's very hard to be dating in this day and age because everything's on the dating apps and I hate the dating apps. I've tried them all. Tinder, Bumble, Grindr, LinkedIn, Uber Eats, tried them all. Um, Uber Eats is my favourite. Uh, <laughs> I hate the dating apps. I came off the dating apps because I had a day which I called Dick Pick Friday, which is exactly what it sounds like. Like I signed up on dating apps, match with someone. Hey, how you doing? How's your day? Dick Pick. Okay, let's try someone else. Hey, how you doing? What you do for a living? Dick Pick. I accumulated 25 Dick Picks in one day. Now, I'm not going to blame men for the dick pics. Uh, straight men, I'm not going to blame you for the dick pics. I feel like women that date men, we have to take some responsibility with this because we give our men so much encouragement in the bedroom. We're just like, oh my God, it is so big. Oh my God, yes. Oh my God, you're killing me. Please don't kill me. Oh my God. To the point where I'm sure men wake up in the morning, look at their penis, and they're like, more people need to see this. <laughs> but it's not like I'm very picky with who I date, I'm very open with who I date. I date outside my race, got no problem dating outside my race. My last boyfriend was white, he probably still is. Uh, <laughs> I haven't checked in for a while. Uh, but I'm quite worried at this moment in time, and I will share this with you, I'm quite worried, because the last four guys I have had sex with have been white, and I'm quite worried that my vagina is now gentrified. Okay. I'm worried for a flat white at Pret rather than a jerk chicken. That is the levels of my vagina. Stop looking at it. That is the levels of my vagina. Okay. But I've realized I'm not dating white people because I like it. I'm doing it for my people. <laughs> Hear me out. Right. So if a black person was to have sex with another black person and had a baby, that baby would be black. If a white person was to have sex with another white person and had a baby, that baby would be white. If I had sex with a white man and we had a baby, that baby is technically classed as black. Basically, what I'm saying is I'm not having sex with white people because I like it. I'm doing it because I'm trying to fuck the white people out of existence, okay? <laughs> Wakanda forever, Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever, Wakanda forever. I'm not trying to get rid of you all entirely. I'm just trying to make you lot a minority, okay? Uh, <laughs> uh, one thing I will say, I find it really hard in this day and age because um, I get stereotyped quite a lot. Like A lot of people actually don't believe I'm an immigration lawyer, which is a true story. If anyone wants a British passport, come find me. I've got four in my drawer. They're £100 each, okay? Because I'm a hustler. If anyone wants an Irish passport, though, they're £500, okay? Because I'm South London all day, every day, okay? <laughs> And I find it really annoying when I get stereotyped. It gets on my nerves quite a lot. Like, even the other day, I was having this conversation with this man, and he was like, where are you from? And I was like, London. He was like, no, 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 where's your home? Because your name is Sikisa. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. So you want to know about my cultural background, so I tell you. So I was born to a mother from Barbados, and I'm the only child, and yes, I was named after an African queen, because why the fuck not? Just because I talk like this doesn't mean I'm a recipe for jerk chicken, okay? Just because everyone you know sounds like you has a name that you can pronounce, it doesn't work like that anymore. Yes, I am a woman that has free jobs, my own car, my own mortgage, and I've still got money in the bank because I'm a boss, bitch. 
Yes, I still live in a council estate because the council estate doesn't provide drug dealers and prostitutes now. They provide lawyers, doctors and engineers. And I know I may sound like an angry black woman, but I'm not an angry black woman. In fact, I'm fucking pissed off. The reason being is because I, at any place or time, could be sexualized, I could be suffering from classism, homophobic, and sexism is just a pain in this ass in this day and age and because you know what I'm a fucking queen and you know what I do know who my dad is <laughs> and he was like you know what um no um ooh, no mm. I just wanted to know where your home is because I'm your taxi driver and I was like fine <laughs> that is a speech wasted uh, <laughs> enjoy the rest of your night cheers <laughs> Welcome to the stage, the Isabel Farr! I think you'll find I actually am Diana Ross at Glastonbury right now. Thank you very much. Uh, hi, how's everyone doing? Nice to meet you. Uh, my name is Isabel and I am half British, half Lebanese. Any other Lebanese people in? Not a single cousin, fuck you all. You're what, sorry? Iraqi, that's not the same, babe. Like, I, like, I know, I know everyone else will be like, oh, that is the same area. I'll be like, no, it's not. They are different countries. That is like saying that Greece and Finland are the same. It's the same continent. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Uh, how long, are you born and bred here? But, okay. Oh, nice. Well, welcome, welcome. It wasn't an immigration question, but whatever. Um, I'm well aware of what I look like on a scale of one to Arab. I sit somewhere down here. Secret Arab. <laughs> Arguably the most dangerous kind. <laughs> A London audience loves that joke. Out of London? No, not so much. I told that joke in the middle of a village called, um, I think it was called Cuntingdon in Berkshire. <laughs> the clue's in the name. I am an actor, comedian and writer. Thank you. Uh, so I work as a PA in a finance company in the day. Um, when I first got my current job, I said to my parents, I was like, Mum, Dad, I've got this interview to be the maternity cover PA to the VP of a company even I've heard of. And my parents are super supportive and my dad turned around to me and he was like, I'm not sure you've got the typing skills for that actually, Isabel. Because he's Alan Partridge. Um, but it turns out I do have the typing skills to order stationery and I got the job. Um, uh, but when I got there, so I thought my boss was going to be super important because his title is vice president, right? But when I got there, I discovered that it's, um, well, it's an American company and they like to make everyone feel special. And so VP is a title to give out to lots of people across the company globally and, oh no, sorry. VP is a title to give out to lots of men across the company globally. <laughs> and PA is the one they give to the ladies. Someone from work came to watch me a while ago and I, I knew he wouldn't like that joke. Um, and he came up to me afterwards and I could tell from the look on his face. And he came up to me and he was like, mm, that's actually very unfair, Isabel. <laughs> he's, called, he's called Andrew. He's what I call a chronic white man. Mm, that's actually very unfair, Isabel. 51% of our staff are actually... <laughs> I was all right, mate. I see your facts. I see your statistic. Statistic. More facts. And I raise you this. 
I've had five bosses in four years, and their names are John, 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 Juan and Juan. We're ticking some boxes in here, but we are not affecting radical change. I graduated from drama school. Thank you so much, guys. Sometimes that doesn't get a whoop, and I'm like, that's not why I went to drama school, all right? I went for validation. I graduated from... (laughs) I graduated from drama school. I trained to be a classical actress um, to like, you know, Shakespeare and Chekhov and shit. Um, But I graduated in 2011, which is a time that I like to call, like the following five years is a time that I like to call peak ISIS. And it's when a lot of TV production companies in the US and the UK and like films and theatres and whatever, they decided to make a lot of stuff about like content about the Middle East. Um, And so I've had the joy of auditioning for roles like Scared Iraqi Woman number five. Syrian refugee number three. Wailing Arabic woman in the street. No number or nationality. Fuck. <laughs> wow. Um, and so it's a bit of a funny thing, because also I walk in and they're like, um, excuse me, Isabella, we actually can't audition Italians for this part. And I'm like... <laughs> Which is fair. Uh, but they're like, no, you don't look Arab at all. You couldn't you just be a little bit darker? I'm like... I don't... Have you... Have you noticed the weather outside? <laughs> like, I, I would love to be three shades darker, but for about eight months of the year, uh, this place is what I would call grey. <laughs> so my skin is grey. <laughs> my soul is grey. That's it. Um, yeah, I, um, I'm going to end with a quick story. Uh, a couple of years ago, my agent called me and she was like, um, I've got a really lovely part for you, a great audition. And I was like, oh, lovely, great. What's it for? Scared Iraqi woman number one. And she was like, no, no, darling, it's a comedy part. And I was like, oh, fab. And she goes, yeah, it's uh, for a woman with uh, great comedy skills. I was like, me. And she goes, a charming and confident performer. I was like, me. And she goes, a really fantastic stand-up. And I was like, if you keep talking to me like that, I will come. She goes, it's to play a glazed ham in a crisps commercial. And I got the job. Um, but when I got there, I, uh, so basically, I, I, uh, at the time I was dating this guy, and he's Egyptian, he's British, but Egyptian origin. He's Muslim, doesn't eat pork, doesn't drink. Well, does eat some pork. But... <clears throat> He, uh, we went for dinner and he was like, oh, have you got any work on at the moment? What are you up to? And I was like, he works in the industry. And so I was like, I don't want to look like I'm not like, doing okay. And so I was like, um, yeah, actually, I'm shooting a commercial next week. And he goes, oh, great. What's it for? Uh, and I was like, Walker's Crisp. And he goes, oh, do you get to meet Gary Lineker? And I was like, mm, no. <laughs> he goes, how come? And I was like, I'm going to be playing the glazed ham <laughs> in their Festive Flavours commercial. And he said, well, I guess if you're going to hell, you may as well go dressed as a ham. <laughs> you guys found that funny. I found it funny. I thought it was hilarious. I obviously told my friends in the WhatsApp group later, and they're all very white. And they were like, I can't believe he said that to you. It's a feminist as well. How do you feel about that? You're going to see me again. You're going to see me again. I can't believe he said that to you. He's actually religious. He shouldn't have said that to you. I can't believe that. And I was like, fuck, shit. You shouldn't have said that to me. Shit, shit. And um, I didn't call him. Didn't call him. Didn't text him. Five days. And on the sixth day, I woke up like this. <gasps> but what if he was the one? <laughs> and I didn't call him or text him because my friends didn't find the joke funny, but I found the joke funny. Fuck, 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 I fucked it, fuck. And um, so I thought it through and I was like, I'm just going to call him. 
Well, no, I'm not a psychopath. I texted him. <laughs> and um, I did see him again, but about halfway through the evening, I was like, there's just a slight personality clash. There's nothing wrong with it. It's just like not quite right. And um, I didn't see him after that evening. But I still banged him. <laughs> Mainly because I'm a legend. <laughs> but also because I thought, if he's right and I'm going to hell, I'm taking him down with me. <laughs> You've been so lovely. Thank you so much. <laughs> This is the part of the evening where I look you into your faces and I go, gang, more comedy. When is it going to happen? Right now. This next guest is great and she's an international honey. Um, you can see them in Jakarta. You can see them in Canada. But tonight you're lucky enough to see them in London. Please welcome to the stage my good friend and yours, Ariana Petrie! <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, my name is Ariane Anandita Anantaputri. What a nightmare of a fucking name. Is what I used to say to predominantly white audiences before I learned to love myself. <laughs> Do you like my glasses? Yeah. Thank you. They're new. They make me look like a serial killer. <laughs> but like one of the famous ones. You know, there are lots of girls fancy after they die for some reason. They have like eight true crime podcasts and they're all like, oh my God, they would totally kill me back in the day. Um, I also look like if Millhouse from The Simpsons was on Euphoria. So Lisa, bitch, you better be joking. That was a terrible Millhouse impression. Um, I don't have the energy for serial murder. I don't, I'm not built like that, you know? I don't have like the juice after a full day of work to go home and stalk and kill complete strangers. I have to take an Adderall to get on the tube. Like, I can't just run on psychopathy and vibes, you know? I'm not built that way, and that's okay. Um, so I'm from a little place called Jakarta, Indonesia. Thank you, thank you. Um, Jakarta is the capital city of Indonesia. It is one of those cities where if it's in an American-like action film, um, they would have like a yellow filter over it. <laughs> to let the audience know that this is where the terrorists are hiding. <laughs> there are also poor brown people here. Get Chris Hemsworth on the phone. <laughs> That's a real film, Black Hat, Michael Mann, it's terrible, don't watch it. Um, I'm very proud to be from Jakarta. There's a lot to be proud of, of our fair city. Uh, for example, Jakarta is the fastest sinking city in the whole world. Number one. We're going to be underwater before any of you lot. Oh my God. Um, I wish I was a lot more political in my comedy, in my material. You know, I, I want to be braver. I want to do that. But I'm scared I'm going to get called the C word. Communist. Okay. But if you have my face and my eyes, and get called a commie, or the Yanks are gonna march right in. <laughs> I am out of here. Um, so I'm gonna sound like a 1980s American comedian for a little bit. Uh, so what is the deal with straight guys and sleeping on flat pillows? 
Like, what's going on? I don't want to offend any straight guys in the audience. I would never. I have so many straight guy friends. Oh my God. Um, yeah, but what's going on? Do you guys not like sleeping? Or comfort? What could be so heavy in their heads that would steamroll these pillows so? The unbearable weight of massive mediocrity. Thanks. Um, I've dated a lot of straight guys in my life, a lot of straight white guys. It happens to the best of us. Sometimes, you know, you just trip over and you fall on a dick. And it happens to be pink. And you got to be prepared to lift yourself up by the bootstraps and learn. You know, introspect, read theory, let it radicalize you. You know, lean in. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad that my straight friends are here right now. That doesn't bode well with them. Um, I've learned recently that the phrase twilight years refers to the last years of someone's life, right? And not the period of time between 2008 and 2013 <laughs> where the Twilight Saga really took off. You know, like Mrs. Helen something, 83, in her Twilight years. I was like, oh, Team Edward, it's Team Jacob, Mama. <laughs> oh. My mum uses Twilight years to refer to a period of time in my life where I dated two guys called Edward one after the other. <laughs> it's a dark time. Um, so... I, um, I've been sober for two years, at least until I got back to London. <laughs> it's like abstaining from breathing here. Whoa. Um, but I have a better relationship with substances now. Um, but I did have a bit of a scare a couple months ago because I was going into surgery. I wasn't performing the surgery, God forbid, I'm a comedian. <laughs> but I was going to surgery and then the doctor was like, we're going to put you under some anesthesia and give you a bunch of painkillers afterwards. And I was like, okay. I freaked out because there was like a small part of me that got really excited when the doctor said he was going to give me drugs. I was like, which painkillers, bestie? Oxy? Morphine? Ones with names so complicated they don't have a street classification? That surprised me. Um, and surprised me they did. They gave me a very special painkiller because this painkiller taught me a lot about myself. Um, it was also special because it wasn't administered intravenously or orally. They stuck it on my arse. And I learned then that I have very little resistance to strangers sticking things up my arse. I didn't want to know that about myself. You certainly didn't want to know that about me. I was really embarrassed because I was scared that the pill that she, the nurse put in was going to like fall out. How embarrassing would that be? This poor nurse who's done like a really long shift, she comes to my ward and bloody hell, this asshole can't keep it together. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys have been bloody brilliant. Thank you so much for having me. Oh, shit. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's me, Kima B, letting you know that if you like listening to us fuck it up in your house, if you like listening to us fuck it up in your car or on your train, you will absolutely love being in the room where it happens. We usually record our episodes in London in front of a live audience. And let me tell you, it's one of the most beautiful audiences I've ever seen. And I would love for you to join us. For more info, check out Fuck It Up Comedy on Insta or Twitter or go to fuckitupcomedy.com. So great. Every day. <laughs> I said every day. Every time I say every day, what pops into my head is every day is so wonderful. <laughs> and so like I'll just say that in conversation to my friend. I'll be like, every day is so wonderful. And suddenly it's hard to breathe. Um, gosh, wasn't that incredible? <laughs> oh, okay. Now, let us welcome back the acts that you saw to the stage so I can ask them some weirdly personal questions. Please welcome back Sakisa, Ariana Nantapudre, and Isabel Thoreau! They're coming back to the stage, and they're coming onto the stage, and they're sitting down in the chairs, and they all are people, and they're people, and they're humans, and they're standing in front of... Okay. Thank you for coming. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being gorgeous. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much. Uh, great. Now that we've done our pleasantries, let's get into it. Let's get into the shit. Let's Question into it. for yes. all of you. Yes. Right now, immediately, tell me, what in life are you horny for? <laughs> yeah. And it doesn't have to be sexual. It could be ice cream. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Did you just point to an audience member? <laughs> I might have. Hello, babe. <laughs> I will call the police. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Isabel. Got it. Okay. I don't want to go like like a massive, massive cliche, but I've discovered that my Turkish shop near me sells like Lebanese pickles. We call them kabis. Mm. But they're like sometimes when you buy Lebanese stuff here, it's not very um it's not it's not the full flavour. <laughs> That they're really vinegary. <laughs> and so I can have them with my breakfast. So it's just, yeah. Like the kind of breakfast that I would buy, but I'll just make it at home instead. Wow, yeah. what a legend. Thank you. Oh but my wait, gosh. So did you say it was like Pringles? Pringles. <laughs> huh? No, Pickles. 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 Oh, sorry. Lebanese Pringles. I heard Lebanese Pringles. I Lebanese, Lebanese Pringles. For breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> The most important meal of the day. Yeah. That's actually, they were, they were invented by Lebanese people. It's just you culturally appropriated them here. No, that's all, that is a lie, lie, it's a lie. People don't talk about that. People yeah. don't. They don't talk about the origin of Pringles. Yeah. Oh. Pringles, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they are Lebanese, yes. 
Oh my gosh, are you guys horny for anything? Are you completely satisfied in life? Uh, I'm horny for. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm horny for a visa. I mean, babe, we've already had several conversations, I know. you know. It's it's not, me, babe. Pretty does not want me here, man. She does not. I, my, my visa for I'm moving to Canada, it's not out yet, so I'm kind of horny for that, so I can just, you know, get sorted. <laughs> With international yeah. honey. I know. Well, honey for that card, darling. Yeah. Give me that plastic, sir. <laughs> the sexy blue plastic. Yeah, the sexy, sexy blue. blue plastic. It is not sexy. It's not sexy it's at not all. Sexy. It's, it's not deeply sexy. embarrassing when you apply for a visa. It's deeply demeaning as well. Oh I'm like, God. why are you asking me for my, like, last four bank statements? I don't want to show you that I'm broke. Yeah, mind your business, the government. You, yeah. Also, have the picture. Been, yeah, also, have you ever been involved in terrorism? <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, I'm what, who tell would say you. yes? Yeah. So who would say yes? Yeah, yeah. I just thought, maybe I'd say yes, just be just a little fun. cheeky. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit, I don't know. I did social media for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I come so with a PR. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. done. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, I'm currently horny. So I have very weird cravings of different types of food mm. occasionally. Uh, last week it was KFC. Mm. Um, I, don't know, I don't know why. It was just randomly KFC. Mm. Um, their Twister Supercharger is actually quite sexy. I'm sorry, Twister Supercharger? That sounds like a sex toy. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> it's Twister Supercharger. Yeah, I think... If they did, oh, you can go into that Battery business, Kima. Get yourself a Twister supercharger done by Kima. I can see you doing that. No, mate, that's all you. Okay, fine, thank <laughs> you. I'll take it. It'll be in the shape it's of a, a chicken leg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but this week, I've got a craving for jello fries. Mmm. <laughs> Um, for those of you at home, Sukisa has just made intense eye contact with a Nigerian man. Who <laughs> <laughs> every time I see him tells me he's going to get me jello fries. Do you know what? What did you say? There's been a, there's been a pandemic. In the pandemic. I've seen you several times in the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> Why are you not walking around with rice, sir? <laughs> yeah. You have no rice in your pockets? You knew I was going to be here. Uh, <laughs> so there's rice at home. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What a gang of absolute hornballs. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm also horny for dick, but yeah, cool. So uh, true. Yeah. So true. Yeah. yeah, I'm like horny for cuddles. Yeah. Oh, Aww. sexy. They're like cuddles with penetration. Yeah. 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 Advanced cuddles, dog. Because yeah. my, my catchphrase in life is get some dick. As, yeah. As we GSD. All know. Hashtag, yeah. Hashtag GSD. Feel free to spread work. It means get some dick. Straight men, I haven't left you out for straight men. It's give some dick. You have to do the hand movement as well because you're asking for consent. <laughs> Um, for lesbian, it's get some digits. Um, mm -hmm. if, yeah. if you are bisexual, it's generate some dick. So I'm That's just trying good. to make it a hashtag <laughs> trending. Feel free to spread the word when you talk about Sakisa. Hashtag GSD. It's, <laughs> it's very inclusive. Yeah. And for that, we are grateful, truly. Uh, <laughs> just spreading the word. <laughs> Guys, I want to know, like, what are your... It sounds so wanky to ask, but like, I want to know like what your what your big dreams are, you know? Because like, oh, I know you do like music mm -hmm. and like film as well as like comedy and writing. Multi-talented. Yes. Yes. I'm like if Donald Glover's secret Tumblr, where he pretends to be an Asian girl, was a real person. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what an era in right? Childish Gambino's music yeah. where he was just like, 
Asian girls on my dick. Uh, Asian girls I'm everywhere. Like, UCLA. And yeah. it was just like, Jesus Christ. So many Asian girls go to UC Berkeley. Like, yeah. What, what about the other universities of exactly. California? Lock him up. Lock him up. <laughs> that's that's yeah. my new thing. I'm just Donald Trump years ago. Lock, lock them up. <laughs> Um, yeah, but what what is your like a big dream? My big dream. I mm. want to keep doing this like forever. Mm. Um, I did an acting course. That's why I was in London. I did an acting course. Oh, um, badass! It was awesome. I oh, loved it. They'd be so good at it. I, I was kind of slay. I don't know. I was alright. Um, but I really want to do that also for a really long what time. What kind of acting do you want to do? I, I kind of want to do some um, kind of creepy horror stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Freaky. We got to a, be a scream, scream queen. queen. <laughs> No. <laughs> no, yeah. Wait, Isabel, you are an actor. Do you have any yeah. advice? Yeah. Because I, too, am a little baby thespian. Um, maintain all of your integrity forever. That was much more serious than I meant it to be. But I'm like, here for really it. good. Like, um, that's really good advice. I, ha- I got... And I had an audition sent to me on Friday that was, uh, they sent me the script in English and they were like, can you record this by Monday at 4pm, which is a very short space of time when you're like... Yeah, because there's a a weekend, when do we enjoy our life? And they were like, can you record it in English and Arabic? And the script was only sent in English and so I sent it back to my agent. I was like, have they got the Arabic script for me as well? And they were like, no. Oh and I will God. not be recording it. Enjoy your translation exercise. <laughs> also, like, if you want me to translate into Arabic, I'll be like, I'm sorry, babe. You want... Also, so Arabic has two different like, yeah. types of language. Uh, and it says, like, the dialect that we speak at home, and then there's Fusha, which is, like, modern standard. Um, and that's, like, basically speaking, like, Shakespearean English. Um, I don't speak Fusha because I didn't grow up there. Um, and so what you would get is a newsreader reading, like, a woman from, like, a village in the mountains in the 50s, you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, uh, the donkey is going now. Do you know what? It, was, it would the not donkey. sound any younger. Like, got no idea how to speak it properly. So I was just was like, I will be recording this audition in English and not mm. doing, like, I think a couple of years ago, I probably would have been like, how am I going to retranslate it in time? Yeah, I need to yeah. learn it. And I wouldn't have done it very well. And I'm just like, no, I'm sorry. I can't. My time is valuable and I don't want to stress myself out doing yeah. this. And so, and you'll still tell me I'm too white anyway, so. Yeah, it's so, like, it's so tough. I got um, an audition from someone where they were like, uh, it was just like, rapper. <laughs> oh, I'm just, it's, it's just so ridiculous. It was just like, rapper, send us a video, you rapping. And then under it, it was like, after you send us a video, you rapping, send us another video, like the first one, but more flamboyant. And then there's a line after that that was like, we must be able to believe that this person is a rapper. And I was just like, no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> just, I mean, have you seen the rappers that are coming out now? Oh. I think anyone could be a rapper. Uh, Jake Harlow. Um, uh, I mean, any, if he's doing it, anyone can do it. So. What is a little peep, by the way? I don't know. We're not sure yeah. what any of these littles are, to be honest. Yeah. What about you, Isabel? Like, what, um, what's your big dream? Um, do you know what? I was temping this week and um, someone was like, have you got like big dreams? To, like, they all know I'm a comedian. I've been there a few times. And they were like, what are your like, what are your big dreams? Do you want to be on like TV? Do you want to move to Hollywood? And I said, very honestly, and I mean this now, like I'm like, at the moment, I'm just working towards not having to have a day job. 
And that sounds so mm. minor, but mm. for me, because I've had, I've been a performer for like 11 years and I've always had like quite a regular day job and I'm gradually transitioning out and it's, it's like the most exciting. It's also really high pressure because you're like, wow, I've got to be good or else I'm not making any money this month. Um, but, oh, it is. Yeah, there's it, an energy to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, also, it's also sexy being able to get up at your own time. Oh my yeah. God, I love getting up my own time. Yeah. Um, I just want to counter that by saying I have ruined so many the first half of days of my life. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't to start with a nice Lebanese breakfast. Yeah. That's true. Thank you so much. No, I've been doing this thing recently where I like hide from my days and because I don't have anywhere to be at a certain time, yeah. next thing you know, it's like 1pm and now all of the things that I was afraid to spend hours doing, I now have less hours to do. <laughs> it's called the anxiety snooze and it is horrible. <laughs> do not recommend. Don't do it. Yeah. Put a Netflix show on in the background. And First then, kill, put yeah. that on in the background. Yeah. Well, the things are on. While I'm doing the thing. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I, do that. I can't concentrate yeah. without things on in the background. I have wrestling on in the background yeah. when I'm doing my admin. When you do shit that you don't want to yeah, do. I'm, yeah, I've oh. got wrestling on in the background. The thing is, hold on, I think that sometimes, like, I'm having to, like, transition my brain out of, like, being an early morning person, because I never have been, but because I've had to be in an office by nine, and I've turned up at 9.35. But, um... I, I'm, I'm not going to start my work at nine anymore because that's not when my brain functions. Yeah. I'm a much more of an afternoon and evening person and I don't like... So I don't put too much... If I give myself the stuff to do in the morning that's like pretty low stress, low pressure, then I'm mm. like, well, I'll get that stuff done quite slowly and at 1pm I'm like, okay, now we go in with the, yeah. with the writing. And then you... Because it's also that like the guilt and the shame of being like, oh, I didn't get up yeah. early and I didn't do anything before 1pm. Fuck yeah. And then I'm like, oh my oh, God. No. And then this country, in certain seasons, it gets like dark and then you're just like, fuck, I missed yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, it's yeah. now it's yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. the opposite. I'm a morning person. Get I, out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't say what time in the morning. Uh, <laughs> it's normally 10 o'clock. No, um, I'm normally a morning person. I like to be really, like, get everything done in the morning because when I have lunch... Because I normally don't eat dinner because when we're gigging, we normally end up gigging in like mm, pubs yeah. or like venue that just serve junk food. So I end up don't eating in the evening. So I normally have a big lunch. And mm. if I have a big lunch, then I'm normally trying to not fall asleep. Mm. Um, and that means I'm not trying to... I'm trying to... I oh, see. No, I've embraced the nap as well. It's a good embrace, thing. See, yeah. I can't have a nap in my office. Oh, okay, yeah, fair. I can't be... Like, oh, oh my God, she's gone. Working from, home. Yeah, from, <laughs> working from home has been such a godsend in the panny doobs. WFH, so. baby. Yeah. WFH, yeah, because I could just... Wanking from home? Yeah, wanking from home. Wanking from home, indeed. Yeah, you could just take a nap and leave the Zoom call on. Nobody would know. Oh, my God, I love a bit of a Zoom. Slay. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm really good at Zoom now. Slay. You're an expert. You're professional. So good at it. Team above, Zoom expert. Zoom, oh, hide self-view? Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to not look at me while you look at me. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Spotlight this speaker? No, thank you. Mm, I'm not going to pin, thanks. Oh, I just swipe through to find the hotties. Oh. So spotlight them. Boom. And now we're in a good place. Uh, what about you, Sikusa? What's your big dream? Um, I think I'm going to, like, mimic Isabel and be like, I would like to not be able to have a full-time job anymore. Yeah. But mainly, I think my short-term goal is just to be able to survive 
then have a, a month off, which won't happen, but like have a month yeah. off. Yeah, oh, but what a nice fantasy it is. Pretend you're off when you're not. Yeah. Just put the TV on. Yeah. Because I mean, apparently yeah, that friend. works for you guys. Because I, I want to go back home. I have not been back home in like two and a half years. And mm. I really Barbados wanna, home. Barbados home. I've not mm. been back, yeah. Not my home in South London, because that would be weird. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, we haven't been back home to Barbados in two and a half years. And I really want to go back home and just enjoy the sun and a rum and the beach. Can and I come? Mm. Yeah, you, you, like you can come, come well. you can oh. come. Sakisa oh. <laughs> hey. has again made eye contact and this time has pointed at the Nigerian men in the front row. <laughs> Kima, you, everyone's invited. Feel free to come along. We'll just have a nice Let's September in Barbados just drinking Let's some Let's have rum. a kiki. Uh, I want to ask you guys one more question before we wrap up. Um, Wait, can I ask you? Okay. I'll, I'm into it. <laughs> I want to know what you, what your goals are. Well, was was, was my big dream. Dream. Yes. dream? What are your big dreams, Kima? <laughs> <laughs> Very Beyonce like. Yeah. Um, I think it is a uh, like uh, Oprah, but hilarious, and not like daytime talk Oprah. Mm. I mean, like present day Oprah using like humor to bring uh, ideas and concepts and information to people that actually like can make their lives better. Mm. Um, Oprah has a series called Super Soul Sunday. This is an ad. Um, and it's quite nice because she talks to people that have written books that I won't read but would be helpful for my life. Um, and I just appreciate her making things like that accessible and also billionaire. <laughs> like, so I don't want like the... Um, like I think being able to uh, facilitate conversations that can help people to like live better lives and also uh, have a home in wherever the fuck like that just sounds so lit yeah owning property that's the vibe that's what I'm wanting I know owning property oh my god just getting wet at the idea oh oh Mm. Uh, but it, what the audience don't seem to know is that Kima has got her Oprah status already and everyone gets a car you, you get, get a car you get a car you get a car look under your chair there's keys to a brand new flat in central London <laughs> <laughs> oh that would be fucking insane oh, housing God. crisis over so mad insane gang just wondering, I feel like we don't talk about, like, periods as people enough. Um, I think mine is, like, relatively chill. Um, do you guys have periods, a.k.a. chill periods? No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I do. No. I I'm do, so depending weird. on how stressed I am. Like, if I'm not stressed, if I'm having, like, a good time, like, my period would just be If like, you're having a good time in life, your period is nicer yeah. to you. Oh. I'm sorry, like... <laughs> Me and my period have a good relationship. I'm just so... I'm sorry. But, yeah, if I'm having a... Like, if I'm not stressed... My period not... is the only thing about me that is on time, but is angry. It's so mad when she comes. Yeah. Are you, like... Are you the kind of person where it's like, oh, a bit of a cramp? Are you like, I need to lay down? Oh, no, no. I'm, not, I'm out for a day. Mm. No, me too. I think my uterus is committing hate crimes inside yeah. me. <laughs> I was supposed to see you on Friday and message me yeah, like, Yeah, we were supposed to hang out. Yeah, we were supposed to hang out. And I was like, Kima, my period is kicking my ass. I can't do anything. My flatmate has rolled me two joints. I'm not leaving the flat. I can't do this. Mm. I've never had that situation where my period is just like, nope, you're done for the day. Out. Are you so on I the pill? No. You no know, hormonal contraception? No. Okay. No. That ruins my theory, so. <laughs> <laughs> I was on the pill and then same I, thing I've happened. not been on it for like, like over a decade and I don't, like, I'm 
for me, personally, I don't think it's very... I, I don't really like it. It's never really agreed with me. Mm. And I've gone through lots of stuff with the doctor about it because I, I get migraines, and so the doctor has said, you can't be on a combined pill, so I have to be on a mini pill, which is every day, and I'm, I'm, I'm disorganised. Um, mm. And so I've You're not been... You're the sponsor bell. Yeah, I am. Exactly. Hey. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> little plug for my socials there. Thank you. Um, but... Uh, so I, but, so I was like, maybe it's because I'm not on the pill that I get really, really heavy periods. Yeah. But no, Sakisa's just fucked that. So I'm not Sorry. going to no, not, not I've, I've got endometriosis and then it nearly, like, uh, fucked yeah. up my what surgery. What is that? Like, what it's is like that? when, like, it's... Oh, man, I don't know how to... I mean, I was really fucked up on painkillers when they told me this too. But um, it's like when your uterine lining, it kind of, like, grows everywhere, like, in... in oh, like, it's really, really yeah, thick. Yeah, it's really, really thick, but it also grows in places where it really, like, shouldn't. Okay. Um, and it's really, really painful when my period's here. So I think um, what we're all saying is we wish we had a dick. Yeah. Um, Which is a bit... So mad. hard to clean. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> because they're so lazy. I feel like you'd get swept up in the culture of, mm. you know, people... Oh, my God. Oh, no, my dick will be clean. <laughs> oh, my God. I saw this um, thing. Um, oh, it was so fascinating. And there's basically... Um, this guy who is like an anti-circumcision, um, male circumcision activist, mm-hmm. which like, cool. Hey, hey, hey. People want their foreskin back. Uh, <laughs> Make foreskin great again. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back. And so he, he made, uh, um, he like has songs and stuff. And he's like, they took it and I want it back. And foreskin's <laughs> back. Was he made like an apparatus that you use and you pull, you pull, like you don't have your foreskin anymore, but you want it back. And this apparatus is called a, t- I think it's like some kind of tugger. Um, and you he pull, made a costume. It's like, huh? He dressed his dick. He, he pulled. Dick he, extensions. It's not a costume. It is designed to help grow it. So you. Regrow foreskin. You pull the skins over the top, even though you don't have a foreskin, and then you put, like, a cap on the skin that you've gathered, and you put a weighted hook on the cap, so it, like, pulls your dick skin up. I will take a period any day. (laughs) Just saying, there's a lot happening to everybody. I just think you should do, in your alter ego, a rap song about that. They just want their foreskin back. I can't can't speak on it because I'm not a member of the foreskin or an anti-foreskin or pro-foreskin community. community, Yeah, Yeah, I've never had a foreskin before. Only a forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys so much for coming. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for your talent. Thank you for um, bringing your energy here. Thank you so much for coming. Have a good one. Beautiful <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. Um, and if you do want your foreskin back, then just know that like people are working on that. And I think that's really beautiful. And the incredible comics you've heard all have projects that you can enjoy and support. So please follow them online and don't follow them in the streets. Um, if you've liked listening, tell a friend. And if you didn't, I don't know, 
tell a friend so they can form their own opinion. Because what are you, the president of thoughts? I'm so sorry. Um, anyway, the Fuck It Up podcast is brought to you by the Films of Color Comedy Club, the House of the Guilty Feminists, and is a part of the ACAST Creator Network. And I hope that you have a beautiful week, and we'll be back next Tuesday with some more nonsense. Bye. Kira, get it together. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.